You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your Houston Texans. And as always, you can find Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my boy, John, some sports guy, Hickman, and it is great to be back. You know, you know, last week we had the ultimate crossover show. And we had the opportunity to spend time with Locked On Jags, Titans, Colts, and then we did the, the Big Shebane on Friday. But just happy to be back in our element and uh, discuss Texans, right, Cody? Yeah, most definitely. And before we start talking about Texans, there is a guy who is now a part of the married life. Your ah. boy, J.J. Watt, decided to tie the knot this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, of the two of us, only you can really explain how that feels. I don't, I don't pretty much, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what that means. And I, I know a lot of Texans fans, they know what it means to be married. Just some sports guy is still a fun bachelor. Cody, on the other hand, you know, hey, that's your department. I mean, you know, it, it, hey, listen, the marriage life is fun, but I mean... It might not be too long before you cross over into that life as well. Let's just say, let's just say we just finished with Valentine's Day. Let's just say <laughs> you have to put just a little bit more thought and effort into Valentine's. And that's when you like, you know what? I think I made the wrong choice due to the money that 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 is spent on that particular day. You know what? I was happy for my Valentine's Day and I had a very uh, amazing weekend. And what's funny about it, you had a guy in JJY who is a part of the Houston Texans who basically made a, a, a commitment, a life commitment to stay faithful, honest, and, and to love Khalil Watt. But unfortunately, Bill O'Brien and the Texans organization decided to not make a commitment to your boy, Vernon Hargraves III. Oh, you're going to put him on me. I can't wait to talk about it. The Texans released Hargraves. You know, what's funny is they released him, I think, on Valentine's Day. So that really wasn't a match made in heaven. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, uh, how that helped the Texans in free agency. Free agency starts in March. They avoid north of $9.5 million in re-signing him. However, uh, just because they're separated does not mean that they won't come back together. So today, I guess we can call this the Vernon Hargraves Future Show. How about that? Sounds good, man. Let's get it. As we alluded to before we went to break, the Houston Texans decided to part ways with Vernon Hargraves III. Um, this, this is a guy who, I mean... He wasn't one of the top cornerbacks nor one of the top defensive backs of 2019 when you think of the Houston Texans. But at the same time, Vernon Hargraves did help what was a struggling secondary. He didn't make it that much 
better, but he did. There was a couple of times where he did make a make a couple um, key defensive stops, and it's unfortunate to know that as of right now, he is not going to be a part of the Texans' future moving forward, which I have my own theory. I'm going to get into the reason why I believe he is not with the Texans right now, but, John, I want to hear what you have to say first. Well, first and foremost, I think this was a smart move. Let him test free agency, right? And if somebody wants to go out there and give him around that $10 million mark, hey, so be it. The Texans right now are in a situation where they need all the money they can get. And like I mentioned earlier, it does not mean this is over for the Texans and Hargraves. There may be a chance they can get him back on a cheaper deal. But they had to make the move right now. Uh, next month is the final was the final month for him. I can't remember the exact date, and I can go look that up before the end of the show. But they had to get make this move now, or it would have just lingered on, lingered on, and it would have been too late. So making this move, go ahead and releasing him now. Now he can figure out his options, what he can do for his future, which is great. Go ahead, do what's best for you. But the Texans can also now saving that ten million dollars. They would have had to pay him if they would have picked up that fifth-year option. Now they have some wiggle room to see what else they can address and assess in the draft and free agency. Well, and and I 100% agree with you. I know that I, I, I do believe that this was a smart deal. Now, I believe that the Houston Texans, they do have some salary cap space, and like you mentioned, Cutting Vernon Hargraves did save them $10 million. I don't know how you feel about this, John, but my conspiracy theory about this move is the Texans are positioning themselves to make a run at Darius Slay of the Detroit Lions. The Lions have made it, made it known that they are willing to take calls and see what they can get for Slay, one of the top defensive backs in this league. And this is a guy in Darius Slay who's not only is up for the same amount of money as Vernon Hargraves, which is $10 million if the Detroit Lions decide to take on the, his contract, but this is a guy who is also seeking a new deal, a long-term deal. Knowing how weak that Texan secondary really is, I do believe Bill O'Brien, he is positioning the Texans into at least to become a a a feeler for Slay in Detroit. I, I think he I think I really do believe Bill O'Brien is starting to take lessons from the how to be a good or bad general manager from the Rockets GM Daryl Morey, depending on how you feel about their recent moves. I don't want to really too much get into that, but uh I, I you know what's that's an interesting, you know, way of looking at it. I don't know if they have enough. I don't know if they have enough for Darius. And I and I love Darius. Oh, I think he's an amazing corner. Uh, and I'm looking around the league. I think there are there are ways that they can address this position. And to note, Josh Norman was just released by the Washington Redskins, and he has been a disappointment since he arrived in Washington. But the question I have for the Texans is. Uh, are you really looking for a stable at corner? Are you looking for this cornerstone cornerback moving forward? Or are you trying to find talent and coach them up in order to be 
uh, notable in a sense where they're not as bad as it could be. Now, Slavin would be a good name to throw at, look around in the city of Houston to bring in. Uh, I, I'm Maybe I, I can't be reaching for Norman simply because there was a reason why he was released, just like Vernon Hargraves. Um, but they have some options that they can look at. I like that thought, though, about getting Darius Slayton. That scenario was one of the first moves that played in my head this morning when I heard the news that the Detroit Lions were, t- were were taking fillers on this guy. And once again, we have talked about this multiple times. This is one of the most, if not the most important offseason in the Texans franchise history. And they have all the pieces, especially on the offensive end. I know there's a couple of tweaks that they need to fix, but this is a team that has the pieces on the offensive end where you can say, hey, you can put them out on the field. I believe they can score against close to any defensive team in this league. But on the flip side of it, you know the Texans have a lot of problems on that on that defensive side of the ball. And the biggest problem of all is the secondary. And then you also got to take a look at the situation, Jonathan Joseph. What is going to happen with Jonathan Joseph heading into the 2020 season? Because even though Joseph is 67 years old, he he is still the most reliable corner the Texans have. But even if he do come back in 2020, you don't want to continue putting too much pressure on Joseph versus if you go out and get a guy like Slay, like Norman, those guys would continuously be able to help not only Jonathan Joseph, but just this Texans defense to go into the right direction. Absolutely. And here's another name that we definitely need to look out for. And that's Chris Harris Jr. Now, the Texans tried to make the trade for him before they went with Conley. So Chris Harris Jr., they had him high on their list. They couldn't get that deal done, and they somewhat settled for Conley. Well, he is now a free agent, and he's the type of player that you can plug in immediately to a secondary like Houston to work out. So those are – I like those names. Darius Slay was this move set up to position themselves in order to go out and get Darius Slay, bring him to Houston? Or will they settle for Josh Norman, bring him in on a cheaper contract deal, and then kind of wait a year? And maybe you get, it'll work out with Norman. Maybe in a new scenery, maybe in a, in a different scheme. Maybe. I don't think so, and I haven't been a Josh Norman fan. Uh, I've never really been a Josh Norman fan. But then you look at Chris Harris Jr. We know how good of a cornerback he is, and a lot of time these guys just need a change of scenery. He's a stud at cornerback. So those are three options that if I'm the Texans, I'm looking at all three. And not to mention, let's say he goes out there, Vernon Hargraves, and he's not getting the contract he wants because I don't think he's going to get closer to the uh, $9.5 million. I don't see it, Cody. Listeners at home, I just don't believe it. And then maybe, okay, well, let's see what the Texans have for you. And maybe they can work out a deal. They bring you back for another year, four and a half, five million dollars and see how that works out. Yeah, and and I don't see it either. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be mad at either one of those potential defensive backs the Texans can bring in. But when it comes to Vernon Hargraves, I'm going to ask you this question and then I'm going to give you my opinion. How would you feel? If the Texans are in a position where they have to bring him back. See, the word that's throwing me off is have. 
to. If they have to bring him back, then that means who has the leverage? Right? Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Who has that leverage in that decision? Is it the Texans who just say, oh, well, God damn it, we got to get somebody? Or is it Vernon that says, okay, well, I haven't found a home yet, and I was pretty successful in my time I spent in Houston for the last few games of the season? If they're in a position where they have to bring Vernon back and that means nobody was coming this as came to Houston, I just don't see that being good for the Texans. I don't <laughs> and I, I don't see it playing out well at all for Houston. Yeah, I don't either. I, I've you know, just thinking about that that question that I just asked you, if the Texans were in a position where they have to bring him back, that means they have failed at just about every potential player that they can go out and get. And you know, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but if they don't get anyone and Hargraves the third is back in the Texans uniform, because there it, it is a a good possibility that he could be back. And like you mentioned, I'm under the impression that he not only is he not going to get the equal contract, but but just a better contract from any other team. So once again, if they're in a position where they have to bring him back, that means something went truly wrong on the Texan side of things. And also, let's look at this. They may be positioning themselves to keep Bradley Roby and DJ Reader trying to work out getting the money right to keep those two guys around. If not, both one of those guys have to be in Houston next year. So we and we, we were looking at things of the outside coming in, right? We looked at Darius Slade making the move for him. We looked at Josh Norman, just a thought of that. Or, you know, we know that the Texans flirted with Chris Harris Jr. and almost made that trade before it didn't go down, and they got Gary on Conley. We looked at that. But a lot of times we forget what we already have in our house, right? DJ Reader was a Pro Bowl alternate who should have been a Pro Bowl, uh, his first official Pro Bowler. And we know how good of a year Bradley Roby had when he was on the field. This move to save that $10 million could possibly be used to keep what's in-house. And I wouldn't be mad at that decision either. And I'm glad that you mentioned DJ Reader because this is a guy you have been just basically dying for the Texans to make sure they do everything in their power to to, to resign. And like you say, sometimes, you know, we're always looking on the outside of things, but you know the old saying, sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side of the fence. And possibly this move is an opportunity to keep Roby and Reader because both of those guys were key players in the Texans' success in 2019. Absolutely essential to getting the job done. And you want to know who else helps get the job done? That's Blue Chew, baby. This past weekend was Valentine's Day. J.J. Watt got married. Titus Howard, the rookie, he got married as well. And what's the odds of Blue Chew being used? Probably pretty solid and high. Blue Chew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, so you know it works. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed just by visiting BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no more waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. 
visit bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code locked on. Just pay the $5 shipping. Hey, love was in the air this weekend. JJ Watt got married. Rookie. Tackle. Titus Howard got married. How does that make you feel, listeners at home? When we come back, we're going to talk about love. Hey, Cody, so I'm assuming, you know, as a Rocket beat writer, you are, you caught the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And Common has some interesting introductions. And so I tweeted you we should introduce ourselves like that. You think we should go ahead and do that now? <laughs> I'm not talented like Common. Let me see if I can do it. Great, like eight. Like Kobe. My co-host is Cody. That was kind of whack, right? No, no. I mean, Kobe and Cody already rhyme, so. I mean, yeah, I guess. Whatever. But, I mean, the NBA All-Star game was great. And I'm only bringing that up because uh, we are actually, you guys have been asking for it for a very long time, doing a, like an ultimate Houston crossover show. Astros has a lot to talk about with the Astros. Rockets, Boy, do they. A lot to talk about with the Rockets. And then Texas, we are in the offseason. So we are actually in the in the midst of working on uh, that project. But I wanted to talk about the All-Star game because Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I said his name right, is a terrible GM, and his reasoning for not drafting James Harden backfired. Because every time they tried to switch on him, the people of Houston, the people that have watched James Harden in the last four years, have been trying to tell you guys that he actually is a great defender. And he held all of those guys scoreless whenever they tried to switch on him or go one-on-one. And I love to see it. I really do. Maybe this will give people light on the player James Harden is. Yeah, I I honestly don't know what Giannis Antetokounmpo's reasoning behind that was. Um, first of all, he said he wanted a guy that that passes the ball when James Harden did have seven assists in the All Star game when his point guard Kyle Lowry only had two. And I don't Kyle, understand. Kyle Lowry is never in the All Star game again. <laughs> and I don't understand why um, he believes James Harden defense wasn't good. I mean, James Harden has has been a great defensive player ever since the year 2017, but this is locked on Texans. So, you know, you should come on, believe in the Rockets, and we can actually talk about this. Let's do it. But I do want to talk about the fact that love was in the air this past weekend, and a lot of times we get caught up in players and a lot of negativity. You know, if you go to youcanargivesports.com, I I wrote about Antonio Brown and how he's on his apology tour, and uh, there's a lot that goes on in the NFL, but to just see our Mega star here in Houston, getting married over the weekend, and also our rookie, you know, locking things in early on in his career. Uh, Titus Howard, he got married this past weekend. Uh, I think that's beautiful, and I think news like that needs to be shared. So I'm happy for those guys. I really am, and 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 I know they had a great Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, Why? Dance with his grandma, and he said open bar was for everybody because that's the only way you can have a great wedding. Uh, I agree. Whenever it's my time, the Lord says, hey, you getting married? Well, uh, I, I've heard stories of him turning water into wine, so uh, let's not stop now. Let's keep it going. 
Just so happy to be back with you guys. John, some sports guy, Hickman. We're locked on Texas. I have so much fun when I do this show with you guys. Thank you for listening. And I can't do this show without who? Cody Davis. And please remember to follow me. When you follow me on Twitter, guys, you get basically a triple-double. You get Texans news, University of Houston news, and my favorite news, Houston Rockets news. Because why? I cover all three teams. So please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody, C-O-T-Y. D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. When you follow me on Twitter, you get a lot of everything. Sports, (laughs) music, troll tweets, TV shows. It depends on the day, honestly. But I am some sports guy on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to YouCanArgueThatSports.com. We actually found our winner for the $50 Visa gift card giveaway. She'll be receiving that soon. And a little word from the wise. I said this last week on the You Can Argue That Sports show that's on the website now, and I'm going to say it to you guys. If I wouldn't do it, neither should you. But there's a short list of things I wouldn't do. Until next time, peace. Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.